Hey besties, and welcome to the On The Right Track podcast. I'm your host, Kayla, and I want to first start off by saying that I am so grateful you are here. I love you, and thank you for being here. It's It's been a minute. It's been a couple of minutes, actually, and I'm back. I've been literally so exhausted, and I don't know why, but I just feel like my energy has been drained, and why would I want to make an episode why would I want to record a podcast if I am just not one in the right mindset and two just completely exhausted so I'm back I'm better than ever and we are going to talk relationships today I'm going to go through the relationships that I've had um, why I thought some of them were toxic and kind of just give you details on what I wish I would have known sooner I'm not necessarily going to talk breakups because I want to do a whole separate episode on that and things that I wish would have been done differently on my end and things that I'm most proud of. But today we're just going to talk relationships in general and yeah, I guess I'm the relationship queen. Not really, but I do have some years of experience that I would like to share with you guys. So let's go ahead and get into it. Also, let me just say that I'm not going to use any of my ex-boyfriend's names or anybody that I mention in here. They all have nicknames and they're kind of funny. (laughs) So yeah, let's just, let's just start off with my first boyfriend. We are going to call him Thrifty. (laughs) I don't know why this is already funny to me, but Thrifty and I, we had quite a long relationship for it being a high school relationship. I know people get married to their high school sweethearts literally all the time. I've seen so many people that I follow that have married their high school sweethearts, but this relationship lasted a lot longer than most people I know that had boyfriends and girlfriends in high school. So fun fact, Thrifty and I knew each other in the fourth grade I mean, I guess we've known each other since the fourth grade. And we were both so in shock when we saw each other at freshman orientation for high school because I went to a different school for fifth to eighth grade. But for some reason, I kept thinking about him. And like we had each other on social media, like back when that was all starting. And it was just, it was just really crazy. We ended up having five classes in the beginning of the school year together five five of seven I was like what the heck back then I didn't believe well I was a believer in like the universe and God but like I didn't believe that things happen for a reason and in second period our teacher had our desks facing in so there was like a row of like there was three rows of like six desks on one side and then on the other side too and then in the middle is where the projector was where she would sit and me and him were facing each other because it was in alphabetical order. Thrifty's last name starts with an A, mine starts with a V, so we were facing each other. And I would catch this motherfucker staring at me all the time. We had a mutual friend, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I've known this kid since the fourth grade. I was like, he's so cute, like, he grew up and he looks so cute. I mean, he literally looked just the same that he did in the fourth grade. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm really close with him, like, we're good friends because of soccer, like let me give him your number. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Do it. She gives him my number. And then she gives me his number. I did not text him. I was fucking petrified. Now keep in, keep in mind, this is the first week of school by Friday. It was football. It was football day, football Friday. 
Friday Night Lights. I was on varsity cheerleading as a freshman, and that was also crazy. That's a that's a traumatic story that I will tell one day. Friday came along, and I got a text from him, and he told me that I looked really cute and that he was looking forward to seeing me at the game. When I tell you I was nervous, that's an understatement. So basically, that first week of freshman year is when we kind of... I don't even know, like we met again. And that is kind of like the start of two-ish years kind of being on and off before a four-year relationship. So if we really count it six years, but it really just two on and off and then four consistent, if that makes sense. Thrifty asked me to homecoming freshman year and of course I said yes. We didn't even match. We didn't even technically go together just because there was so much going on that day. And so at the end of that, he had walked me outside, he kissed me, and then he asked me to be his girlfriend and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. Even though we had kind of agreed not to be boyfriend and girlfriend because he was focused on soccer, I was focused on dance and it was just a lot at once. But we decided to date. That lasted for like a month and a half and then he broke up with me on my birthday. <laughs> Who breaks up with somebody on their birthday? I don't know, but it it happened and I, I'm gonna explain that breakup um, in a breakup episode. Through the rest of freshman year and sophomore year, we were kind of on and off. Um, we talked every single day and we talked about how good we are together, even though a month and a half, like come on, at 15 years old, like a sweetie, please. But that was, so sophomore and, well, okay, the rest of freshman year and sophomore year. Junior year starts, and he throws this party for his birthday, and I went, and we ended up all getting kicked out, which is a really funny story now looking back at it, and I get a phone call from one of his friends and is like, hey, Thrifty's asking for you, um blah, 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 like stuff happened. So I went and I helped them with him because he was shit-faced. Of course, that's what you do on your birthday when you're a teenager, I guess. And he told me that he loved me and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, we're not even dating. But that really sparked like something between us again because a couple weeks later we were hanging out and we were kind of like flirting, being super flirtatious um, but never really like, like labeling ourselves as talking or dating or whatever. But then December comes around, we're on Christmas break, we're hanging out, we go do, like we went to the preserves and we were hanging out and like he was kissing me and I was like, oh my gosh, like what the fuck are we even doing? Like, I feel like we're playing games. We go to dinner, then we went back to my house so that I could change because I was literally filled with dirt because we were at the preserves. He ends up coming in, meeting my entire family. We're not even dating, Okay. I said, this is my friend Thrifty. And my mom's like, oh my God, I've heard so much about you. And I was like, don't say that. (laughs) Um, But then we go and watch a movie and then I drop him back off at home and he's like, hey, can you get out of the car and give me a hug? And I was like, not really, like it's after midnight. I don't want to do that. He's like, no, just come on. Like it's it's a quick hug. And I was like, oh, okay. I go around the car to give him a hug, which it wasn't weird for us to hug each other. And he asked me to be his girlfriend. And when I tell you, it was very much the woman was too stunned to speak. That was me. I didn't even know what to say. I just looked at him and I was like, huh? And then I was like, well, yeah, of course. And then I was like, holy fuck. Like, I've been waiting for this moment for like two years at this point, almost. Basically, well, a little over two years because this was a little after my birthday. 
So now keep in mind, my birthday is in December, Christmas is in December, our anniversary is in December, and New Year's is in December, New Year's Eve. This started such a beautiful relationship. And to this day, like, it's probably one of the better relationships that I've had. It went on for four years, and it was nothing but beautiful. But there were some aspects to it that I now think are kind of toxic in a way. I can't speak on behalf of Thrifty, but for me, I developed this intense codependency. I feel like I could not do anything without having someone there. I couldn't even go to Target <laughs> without like being like, do you want to come to Target with me? I don't want to go by myself. I feel like I had to do everything with him pretty much because by time senior year came around all my classes were online or in college and so I wasn't really at school and he had like a couple classes but after that like we were hanging out until he had to go to soccer and I had to go to dance and what's kind of crazy is that my senior year everyone thought that I was pregnant because I wasn't at school And to that, I want to say fuck all of you because what, who the fuck starts a rumor like that without getting facts? The facts were I went to school in August before it started and I was like, hey, I need to know what classes I have on campus because I need to do dual enrollment classes. And when they said that I had none, I was like, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Like I'm going, I'm going straight to college. And that's, that's that. I was not pregnant senior year of high school. I probably would have never mind but stop starting rumors about people literally like come on even if you're in high school now and you're listening just shut up don't say shit about people if you don't know facts that's like an everyday kind of thing like an everyday if you are living and breathing like just shut the fuck up period sammy getting back on track we just I feel like our relationship just became so codependent and he could do things by himself but I would get kind of upset if he was busy (laughs) and I was like can I tag along can I just do something like I feel like I just had to be with him all the time and I would say that like losing a lot of friends was kind of toxic to me but it really wasn't because at the time it was just like me and him and we had mutual friends that we would hang out with. And I feel like that was enough. That was perfect. Like there was four five, six of us and it was like the best thing ever. It's better than having a million fake friends. You know what I mean? So having those close friends was really nice. Another thing that kind of felt off, I don't want to say this relationship was just not toxic. I think my codependency was very toxic, but the relationship itself really wasn't. There was a lack of communication there on both of our parts because I'm the type of girl that like once you start dating me and we're in a relationship, I don't want to stop like dating you. Like just because you have me doesn't mean that you have me. I want the flowers randomly. I want to be taken out on dates. Like I want to be asked out on dates. Like I don't want it to just be like, oh, I'm assuming you're coming with me and then never seeing a freaking flower. And when I had the courage to like bring that up to him and be like oh like I'm very big on the little things like opening the car door for me flowers here and there like whatever he would do all that stuff and then it would kind of go away and I didn't want to keep communicating it because I am in a relationship with a partner that I want to be with not want to baby and kind of tell you what to do every single second of the day if that makes sense so there was just 
lack. And I guess it's also on my part too, but I never really knew like what to do. And I still like to this day, I'm like, what do you do for guys? Like what's the male equivalent to flowers? What's the male equivalent to opening the door? Because the situation ship, the dating ship that I don't even know what to call it that I'm in now, I try to do things for him, but then I'm like, I don't even know if this is enough. But anyways, going back to Thrifty and I, we literally did anything and everything together and it just felt like we were more so best friends than we were dating because we weren't really going out on dates or it's more so we weren't asking each other out on dates and I mean we, I don't know, I guess it's really hard when you're doing literally everything together but There was just like a lack of what you would ideally want. Like the lack of little things. But again, like this relationship wasn't toxic. It was more so we were just so comfortable around each other that I guess we both didn't feel like we had to do those things, if that makes sense. Toward the end of our relationship, I would say like the last five, six months, things started getting really tricky for me at least because I was just in this mental headspace that I did not know what I wanted to do with my life. I was still kind of in school. I kind of went back to school after I graduated. Um, I was working full time. I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do, which career path I wanted to go down. And thrifty was not like that at the time he had dropped out of school because he kind of felt the same way like he didn't know if what he was going to school for is what he actually wanted to do um he had an uh, like another goal in mind and when he presented that to his boss at the time his boss fired him which was very unfortunate um and he didn't really get another job after that as i mean at least while we were dating but Nothing nothing really toxic happened in this relationship other than like I feel like codependency is kind of toxic but that was on my part and it's not like I would get mad if he was busy or anything it's just like looking back I'm like why why was I that clingy it was like stage five clinger but with thrifty we I mean we were inseparable I mean people thought it was like the fairy tale of relationships I mean I thought that I was going to marry this man and then get to tell our kids that we've known each other since the fourth grade and like we grew up and we're high school sweethearts and all this all cute little stuff I literally thought that I would be married by 21 and have a kid by 23 I will be 25 in two weeks I I don't foresee that three weeks I don't know whenever the hell but I'm a little late for all that so I just our relationship was not very toxic but the things that kind of were wrong and I put air quotes around wrong were the codependency you should really be two independent people that come together to form like this wholesome relationship it was the little things the little things always matter and I thank my dad for showing me that because he would randomly get my mom flowers randomly get her chocolate he would ask her out on dates like their relationship is so cute I'm obsessed so the little things were lacking and then just the fact that neither of us knew what the fuck we were going to do with our lives and I feel like we were on the same page but on different pages and I'm kind of glad that we were sort of it's more so same chapter different page but I'm very grateful because he taught me a lot about myself he taught me a lot about what I needed to become and um for a couple years after our relationship we did like hang out on each other's birthdays and we celebrated them 
but now I don't even talk to him so it's a little sad because I mean I guess it's not like sad because you have to be your own person and you have to kind of like separate yourself from a situation but I haven't talked to him I think in like two years a little over two years now so it's crazy it's crazy because like you he I've basically known him my whole life and now we don't talk but it's okay I hope he's doing well um I hope he's healthy and I hope he he's kind of in the same place that I'm at currently like just living your best life you know that's the only thing that you can really wish for an ex I I can say that I did not have a messy breakup with anybody and I can't relate to the people that have so it's healthy around here I will say there were some toxic things that were said and done but like nothing was ever super messy to the point where I like wished them dead or wished them ill or anything like that like I'm not gonna go slash someone's tires and break their car windows like thrifty and I kind of were like you know what this kind of feels more so like a friendship let's just go ahead and leave it at that telling the world that we broke up was very interesting very interesting I will tell you guys more about the breakup in a different episode but let's go ahead and move on to the next boyfriend the second boyfriend does not have a nickname because it's literally impossible to come up with one for him so I'm just going to try and not say his name because I don't want to start shit. Even though I don't think I can start anything because I speak very highly of him. So, yeah. (laughs) This relationship came after Thrifty and not too long after Thrifty. And I think this all has to do with my codependency. I did start becoming like independent, but I was still very codependent. I was codependent on people up until I moved out on my own back in 2020. So if that has anything, well, I guess this was in 2019. And it was only, how long was it? February, March, April, May, June, July. So like six months, almost five, six months. Oh God. This is going to sound crazy because it felt a lot longer than five, six months at the time. But, you know, (laughs) oh, this relationship changed my life. I mean, at the time, I thought it was the end of the world, but this relationship really changed my life. I met my second boyfriend, still no nickname. Maybe I'll think of one during this episode. But we... First of all, I didn't even want to go out on any dates, but he asked me out on a date and I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And okay, I was a little bit more enthusiastic than that. And I had told my parents, I was like, oh, I'm going out on a date. And my mom's like, don't you think it's like a little too soon? Like you just got out of a four year relationship, like two and a half, three months ago. And I was like, no, I'm going. And she's like, okay, whatever floats your boat. Let me know how it goes. When I tell you this man and I, we hit it off so well. And when I say so well, it was just very surprising. It was shocking for the both of us. I was like, whoa, I did not expect this. Like, this is kind of a little crazy that we get along very well. Like, we had very similar interests. Like, the whole nine yards. Super fun. So fun. And so, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this man is great. I think that I like him. And I liked him as a person, okay? Well, like, in the beginning, I liked him as a person, that sounds like it's going negative. I know. I wanted him to meet my friends so badly. So my parents had gone away. I think they went away. I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but they were not home. And like my best friends were 
coming over for a bonfire and we were drinking because we were now legal and I was like oh my gosh guys this is so and so I was like these are my besties and everyone got along so great and to the point where my friend was like I really like him like he's really chill like this is this could be really good he's and she was like I'm sad that he hasn't asked you to be his girlfriend yet when I tell you that got into my head and I was like oh my god you're right why has he not asked me to be his girlfriend yet so I told him, and he he wanted to take it, like, a little bit slower than what's actually, oh, my God. This is just, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. He wanted to take it a little bit slower because, like, in all reality, we were only talking, like, a, like two weeks, three weeks, and I was like, no, I want to be your girlfriend. Like, I want you to make sure that, like, I well, I want to make sure that you're not talking to anyone else, that I'm not talking to anyone else. Like, make me your girlfriend. Oh, God. And then... We met each other's families, and that was really great. It was really nice. It went a lot smoother because, like, I feel like it's scary to meet somebody's family. But we met each other's families, and then a month after we were talking, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And let me tell you, a lot of things happened in the car. I should just nickname him Car Guy because a lot of things just happened in the car. We were driving home one day, and, like, I was driving because we went down to to dance or something like that and he like grabbed my hand and he asked me to be his girlfriend and I'm like what the fuck like I'm driving right now but I was like oh my god yeah of course and then when he told me he loved me for the first time it was also in the car and I was just like what the heck like the car is just our go-to thing actually speaking of the car we hooked up (laughs) we hooked up one time it was valentine's day um it was 2020 was it 2020 no it was 2021 it was valentine's day 2021 and um we do this thing well not anymore but we used to do this thing where we would randomly hook up and so we hooked up (laughs) and we got caught by the cops and I've never been caught by the cops before it was just really funny this year on Valentine's Day he's like hey happy one year anniversary of getting caught by the cops and I'm like Jesus fucking Christ like what is wrong with us um anyways but our relationship was going really well and then (laughs) then things were not kind of going well he was kind of prioritizing his friends over me and I was a little bit more vocal about that I was like I kind of feel like a second option I was like we had mentioned making plans for this day and then all of a sudden like there's no plans and you're busy with your friends I said and I don't care that you're hanging out with your friends that's great I'm glad that you have a group of friends to hang out with but like what the heck like we talked about hanging out on Thursday and now it's Thursday morning and you're like oh I just made plans with my friends that's what I didn't like And I don't think that it was a toxic thing, but I feel like, I don't know. Like, what the hell was the universe, like, telling me at the time? Like, because this is when I started getting into spirituality and, like, trying to, like, think of, like, why I met him, what it was doing to me, and why I was not, like, a priority in a way. And I don't want to be, like, top priority. Like, I believe that if I'm dating a person, they should be their own priorities. So should their goals and dreams and all this other stuff. And I'm just here for support. But I also want to be treated with the utmost respect. You know what I mean? Like, if we say that we're going to make plans and then you turn around and make plans with your friends, like, what the fuck? So I vocalized that and I communicated that. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. Like, I didn't know that you felt that way. And I was like what do you mean? I was like, we literally made plans and now you're hanging out with your friends. Like, how do you, how do you think that makes me feel? And then I wasn't invited to hang out with the friends. I was one time and then I got really drunk and that was just a shit show. That's a fucking other story. Now keep in mind, from my perspective, our relationship was going really, really well. It like, 
other than like a few communication things like from both of us I felt like it was going really well and in a positive direction and then one random night he just texts me and I think that I blacked out in this moment because I still don't remember the actual text but it basically implied that like he wasn't feeling us anymore and then he listed off reasons why we couldn't be together and when I tell you that the reasons were literal like green flags in other people's books like the fact that I focus too much on my career I'm very much invested in myself which like everyone should be things like that I was like okay this is very confusing and I was like what do you mean and then we were kind of on and off for like I don't know a week or so two weeks maybe after that and then finally like something happened and it pissed me off and so I I was like oh okay this is what's gonna happen and then I decided it was time to get revenge I'm just kidding I just had a really major glow up after that but this relationship was like too good to be true like kind of one of those too good to be true things so now this is where it kind of gets complicated because then when things were too good to be true I'm like oh okay like it's just gonna be another me and Carman situation where I think it's going really well and then something's gonna happen and so me and him we still not we 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 don't like talk on a regular basis but like we'll reach out on birthdays we'll just randomly like catch up with one another nothing is toxic nothing is like bad between us it just wasn't a relationship that was meant to work out kind of thing and it triggered a spiritual awakening and I had like the most massive glow up not just like physically but like mentally emotionally the whole nine yards I was very sad I if I would have seeked like actual help I probably would have been diagnosed depressed but I was very 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 sad but I chose to take that sadness and put it into myself and use it as motivation as much as one could and I had a major glow up so that's really good so thank you carman for that glow up some takeaways from this relationship that i thought were not necessarily what i wanted in a relationship but it was again there was a little bit of codependency there but it was better the fact that i wasn't treated like a priority and i was kind of just put on the back burner which i know could be kind of controversial because you should be able to hang out with your friends. I get that. I agree with that. I never said that he couldn't hang out with his friends. Like I wasn't that kind of person, but it was just the fact that if you say that you want to make plans with me and then the day comes and all of a sudden I ask like, oh, do you still want to do plans tonight? And now you're hanging out with your friends. Eh. When that happens more than like five times, you kind of realize that you are an option. That to me was, I don't know. It was not toxic but it was just sad <laughs> it was sad and now I'm just like I don't want to be anybody's top priority because again you should be your own top priority your goals your dreams everything everything that involves you because at the end of the day it's you you have yourself you have your thoughts you have everything it's you versus you so if you're not your top priority then you're gonna lose yourself in your relationships which is exactly what I did in this one is I completely completely lost myself I lost sight of my goals my dreams and any kind of work that I was putting in at the time 
I wonder if you guys can hear the siren. She's close. What the heck? That sounds like it went right by the building. Anyways, I lost sight of myself in this relationship, all the work that I've done, because I was absolutely shattered <laughs> when this relationship was over. To the point where, like, my dad knew that I was sad. And people were asking me if I was okay at work, because I just, I, I was tired. I didn't want to be there, because I was literally just crying all the time. But again, I chose to pick myself up and to move forward and to push forward. And with that came this <laughs> pack of all glow up that's still going on to this day. So in between Carman and <laughs> Jolly Rancher, <laughs> there was three guys that I dated. And by dated, I mean, it wasn't too long of a thing, but it was enough to kind of cause some trauma. Now, these three guys were kind of, again, like in a quicker time span, and they don't have any nicknames because they weren't actual boyfriends or more serious relationships. Guy number one literally treated me like a child and said that he didn't want to be my dad. He wanted to be somebody, like he wanted to be a partner. And I'm like, first of all, you're the one treating me like a kid. Like, I'm grown. I'm old enough to know things. Stop telling me otherwise. He just made me feel like shiitake shits, you know? Guy number two, oh God. Guy number two was great until he wasn't. <laughs> and it, it was just a very smothering situation. I was like, I don't want clingy. I don't want clingy. The, the mentality on this man was sexy, but the clinginess made me want to die. So I stopped talking to him. I just couldn't do it. Like, it was too much. Like, it was absolutely suffocating. And I had just moved out of my parents' house for the first time. And I was like, I want to be by myself and, and live my best life right now. Guy number three, holy fucking trauma. This guy, <laughs> oh man. This guy was a kind of on and off situationship. And he is, <laughs> oh, I'm going to try and be nice. He made me feel so small, but he brought a lot of different things. I, I forget what the word I'm looking for. He, he, got a, he brought a lot of characteristics of myself and like traits and stuff to the surface that were kind of ugly within me and things that I needed to change. Even though he was the most gaslighting narcissist I've ever met, he really did help me grow a lot and I don't think he realized that he did me more justice than harm so like thanks for that but at the same time I was traumatized to get into a relationship I was traumatized to like we weren't even in a relationship but I was just traumatized to talk to any guys because I'm like this is like gaslighting manipulation narcissism to the extreme crazy okay insane so then I basically stopped talking to people because I was like I'm not doing this like I need to focus on myself I need to focus on my career I need to focus on what I'm doing all that all that at the end of 2021 came Jolly Rancher oh my gosh the moment I've been waiting for this oh man I, I'm gonna try and get through this this relationship I don't even I don't consider things a relationship unless I'm physically asked to be 
a girlfriend. Like an assumption is not is not a thing. But we're gonna count this as a half. So I've been in two and a half relationships and I've talked to three guys. Well, I didn't even talk to three guys. I just was like seeing them and they were bad. So I met Jolly Rancher through mutual friends. Cool fun. We really hit it off. Like it was a lot of fun talking to him. I was like, wow, like I've done a lot of work on myself. Is this what the universe is like gifting me with? (laughs) Oh man, I'm gonna, I can't, I'm gonna laugh too much. Anyways, this man, Jolly Rancher lived at the time keep that word in mind lived with a d at the end lived 1400 miles away from me and i joked around about visiting which ironically was a year ago today and (laughs) this is so funny i went and visited and i was like yeah like we get along really really good blah 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 blah. like it was a great little four days that i was here keep in mind i said here and so he asked if i wanted to be exclusive fine no problem yeah of course we can be exclusive never asked me to be his girlfriend the relationship was great being long distance was really hard but we tried to see each other as much as we could we took a vacation together and that was kind of where things I feel like started to go south (laughs) but I was just too blind to see it July came around and let's just say that I no longer live 1400 miles away I now live like right there right then and there And so this is where things really started to take a turn because I moved across the country, uh, left my friends and family, that, all that. And I am now living with a guy who, in a way, I knew that he cared about me, but it did not come off that way. I had come to a new city, living in a new place, have no idea where anything is. And I was like thrown to the wolves, basically. I defend for myself, which, like, fine, cool, like, I'm independent, but that's not what I expected when I came up here. I expected what I've had in the times that we visited each other and all this other stuff, and when I brought it up, he was like, well, this is just who I am. There's a lot more to stress and worry about when I'm not on vacation, and I was like, well, okay, like, I get that. You can talk to me. No. The lack of communication there was insane. When I tell you that I had more panic attacks in the first month that I was living in Chicago than I've had in my entire life, it was like every night I was crying myself to sleep because I was trying so hard and begging so hard for his attention. And in a way, like it made me lose myself. I felt like the last like two years of work that I've been really putting into myself was going out the window because I was trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and I was not getting anything back and I was always giving like I feel like I was giving really good intentions really good energy I always came up with date night ideas which he would turn around and do something different anyways but I feel like I had to beg to hang out with him I had to beg him to like kiss me and hug me and do all this other stuff and I started feeling very insecure in myself because I was like oh my gosh he doesn't even want to touch me like something's wrong with me and in August I was like which at the very beginning of August I was like look what the fuck is going on like you need to step up like you're not being a boyfriend you're literally just being a roommate and he's like okay I'll step it up no this motherfucker did not step it up Jolly Rancher you suck for that that's why your nickname is Jolly Rancher I'm I wish I could say that I'm joking but 
it was just not a very good relationship. It was very much one-sided, and finally we decided to break up, and I was like, thank the fucking heavens. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because you can only give so much before you completely deteriorate. Deteriorate? Deteriorate? I don't know how to say that word. And lose yourself in in a relationship and that to me is not something that I want so I moved up here and I can say that I'm living my best life and I know I say that all the time but obviously I needed to be up here for a reason and I thank him for getting me out of Florida because I probably I probably never would have done it on my own so shout out Jolly Rancher in a way but also you kind of suck so Now, with that relationship, I've learned that there are a lot of red flags in people. Lack of communication, secrecy, being very one-sided, being very fucking miserable. Holy shit. The miserableness. I was miserable because he was miserable. And I'm not a miserable person. I love life. I love everything about life. I have a very positive outlook on life and the fact that he was just very miserable was really just like killing me on the inside but yeah there was just a lot a lot that I mean there was no physical touch between us which I thought was very fucking weird instead of building me up I feel like every day he was kind of tearing me down oh my god and let's not forget the lack of support of my love for dance and the fact that I am a teacher and I was very excited for competitions and things like that and it was just like I don't fucking care attitude there there was a lot there was a lot that I learned from this relationship of things that I don't want in a relationship this breakup was very interesting and I can't wait to kind of break it down in another episode but I'm very grateful that all these events have taken place in my life because I wouldn't be who I am today. I probably wouldn't know a lot of what I know if it wasn't for that. And I'm very excited for what the future has in store. And I'm very grateful that the past is in the past for a reason and that I could just take everything and learn from it. Because if I kept sitting and dwelling on all these events and relationships that have happened in my life, I feel like I would be nothing I would be doing nothing I would be dating all these shitty guys back to back to back to back to back and like thank you thank you universe for those lessons of men or what are supposed to be men so in summary things that I don't want in a relationship codependency being an option lack of communication secrecy unsupportiveness a negative attitude, and just lack of physical touch. I feel like there's so much more than that, but my main takeaways are similar to that. And there's like certain ways that they've acted that I'm like, eh, I could do without. I do want to say that I feel very lucky that the guys that I've dated were not harmful to me in any way, physically, emotionally, mentally. And my heart goes out to anybody that has been in an abusive relationship I love you. You are never alone. I am always here for you. And I'm very, very sorry that that's happened to you. And I want to give you a big fat hug right now. So I'm hugging you through the microphone. I am seeing someone now and he's great. He provides those little things. He's so supportive and he, oh my gosh, he's so great. I'm trying not to say like the L word 
and like say like oh he shows a lot of love because that's like that's a big word that's a big fat major word and we're not at that level yet but I will say that things are going really really well I've never been with someone who is so supportive and who uplifts me every single day like the words of affirmation is there baby and so is the physical touch like I'm very big on hugs and just like holding hands and just cuddling and he provides all that and he shows me new things all the time. I I'm now invested in the UFC and I I've never really watched the UFC, but because he likes it, I like it now. I've been watching the fights with him the last couple weeks. Him and his mom, his mom's great too. And I've shown him dance stuff and he's so intrigued about it and I've mentioned doing another bodybuilding competition and he's like I'm here for you I'll support you like whatever you need like I'll cook for you when you're tired like things like that and I'm just like yeah but we're also very two independent people we have our own schedules we have our own me times and then we get together like two three times a week and we hang out and things are beautiful there's a very beautiful balance there and it's crazy because we're not like in a relationship relationship We're just dating each other and not planning on talking or seeing anybody else. So yeah, that's going really well. And I'm very grateful that I was gifted with someone like him. I'm literally smiling from ear to ear and I'm trying not to cringe, but it is a beautiful relationship that has been formed between me and him. We have this really good foundation going and yeah, it's just, it's nice having someone who's very, very, very supportive of you and will listen to you and give advice when needed and it's vice versa. Like anything that I do, he does and he also never lets me open my own car door and I think that's the cutest little thing. Every time I'm leaving his house, like he'll come out and he'll open the door for me even if it's 10 degrees outside. So he's great. I could talk about him all day, but I won't. That's gonna that's gonna wrap it up now. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys kind of got a little insight to kind of the cuter things in relationships and the not so cute things and things to kind of look out for. Um, I am so excited for my breakup episode that should be coming out shortly. And yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will talk to you next time. Bye.